Salutations from the Hill Turn Podcast. Uh, I'm just playing. I tried. Y'all can judge me if you like. Leave a review on my singing. But is I the man without a plan? The man who's the only one who can? Devin Crimes Jr. bringing you another NXT 2.0 review. And we started off. With a real jacked up package of, I guess, Joe Gacy and his two hood guys with the red mask that I was questioning last week. I guess apparently after the match they beat up Ron Breaker or something, took him outside, put a bag over his head. Some crazy stuff. I don't know. The whole thing was stupid, jacked up, and just weirdly put. They could have just showed us that last week and all questions would have been answered. But... The whole goal of that was just to really show, explain why Brian Breaker wasn't going to be on the show. But they could have did something better than that. It just felt really tagged on and kind of tacky. Like, oh, we beat him up. That's why he's not here. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. But our first match was for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. When we saw Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu taking on JCJ. And Gigi Dolan, Toxic Attraction, the NXT Women Tag Team Champions. And the match as a whole, it was pretty good. I can't complain too much about the action in it. Towards the end, Roxanne Perez was looking to hit Gigi Dolan from the top. But Mandy Rose came in, moved her out the way. And that caused Wendy Chu to take her down. But all that mismatch, jip jack, all that was able to let Toxic Attraction get the win. And they retained their NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. And like I said, for the first match of the night, pretty much a title match. It was it was good. It was good for what it was. I already displayed my disdain for just patched together tag teams being in tag team championship matches. But that's neither here nor there. In terms of like the weeks of stupid build up to them having this animosity, it made sense. And they happen to be the champions, so why not put the titles on the line? Obviously, they retain, so there's that. But like I said, I just got that disdain for these patched-together tag teams of people who just happen to be coincidentally beefing with somebody that is a tag team or two other people. That's all I'll say on that. But Diamond Mine, we find out that they have a new member, and it's Damon Kemp. And if you didn't know... That is Gable Stevenson's brother. And Damon Kemp has been making rounds in NXT UK. Then he made it to NXT Level Up. And now he has finally made it to NXT 2.0 as a new member of Diamond Mine. We'll see how that dynamic plays out. Is They need something because they're losing people. And it's like people are 
part of that group, but they don't feel like it. They need something different. So I'm hoping he and Roger Strong and all of them can find some type of good dynamic in that to spice spice it up a bit because, yeah, Diamond Mine been losing and they're a little dry. They need something. And hopefully he's that something. And we got Joe Gacy came out. And I wanted to really, I ain't going to say get behind this promo, but at least understand it. But it was hard. And I put that mostly on the crowd. Which, I mean, like I said, you want an electric, energetic crowd that, like, you know, you they, you feel like they're in the, with the show. But not like this. This is the other side of that spectrum where you're like, yeah, I wanted that, but not that much. Joe Gacy was going on about his message, his vision, and his movement, and grooving, and all that stuff. I'm just, you know, you're pretty much the same promo every week, just different ways of giving it. But as he was trying to build that up the best that he can, it was hard to follow because the crowd just showered him, showered him with chance of shut the hell up. And man, it's hard to really try to follow somebody's promo when the entire crowd in there is don't want to hear it. So, and he tried to get louder over them and that just don't work. So, hey, you know, I tried to get a lot out of this follow what he was saying but my end result of that I kind of just had to Michael Jordan shrug it a bit because I mean you lost last week now you coming out talking about you know I still got this vision though like okay I don't know he like I said I had to shrug at that one because you really can't get behind it with everything that was physically behind it talking about the crowd but we got the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. And it started off with round one, match one. I can't put one after anything else. Sloane Jacobs taking on Fallon Henley. And for the first match in the tournament, it was pretty basic. But you don't need nothing really crazy in a match like that at all. You don't, you don't need nothing too out of the ordinary. Fallon Henley, she looked really, she looked a lot better that she did in her last match. I saw her in with Electra Lopez. And like I said, maybe that was just the way those two work. Maybe that was just, they just aren't the best pairing. But that's just one reason. That could be one reason. I don't know. But like I said, she did show improvement in this match. She got the victory over Sloan Jacobs. So she will move on to round two. And they shook hands after the match as a show of respect. And like I said, for the first match in the tournament, pretty basic. But you don't need nothing crazy in that anyway. But Amari Miller would make her return to NXT 2.0 after the injury that she sustained in a match against Lash Legend back in March. Glad to see her back in the ring. Well, she took on Alva Fire, who was formerly known as Kaylee Ray. She's being repackaged with a new name. And I mean, it's not really a different gimmick. It's just slightly altered a little bit. But it's 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 really good though, and I I she can definitely make this work. I mean it's like I said it's not far from what she was already before. She just probably just a little dialed back just a little bit, but it works. This match it was it was good. It did everything it was really post it was trying to accomplish, bringing you this new representation of Kaylee Reyes out of fire, bringing back Amari Miller. She just came back from injury, so. All around. This match was solid. Alba Fire would get the victory. 
and everybody looked pretty good in this match, so I can't complain about it. Like I said, they're trying to give you this new repackaged of her. It's great to see Amari Miller back in the ring. Hey, all good all around for that match. Soul Sokoa. Somehow, some way new when Cameron, uh, Cameron Hayes, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams would pull up. And as they were trying to come into the arena, he said, not today, he closed the door. I guess apparently locked it. So they had to go find a way to get back in, to get back in, get in. And all that time, Solo Skull went from that door all the way to the ring. <laughs> That's a lot of walking at. Maybe it's right next to it. I don't know. But he cut a promo. And I was actually really, I was, I was really, I was feeling it. But it was just like, you know, the crowd was behind him. Like I said earlier, like you want that energy from the crowd. You want that electricity, all that stuff. But you want to have it out on the right spectrum, though. You want them to be rocking with you, but not rocking over you, if that makes any sense. But, like I said, the crowd was really feeling him, chanting his name through the theme song and all that stuff. And his promo, he was just trying to say that, you know, Carmelo Hayes can get his one-on-one -on -one match for the NXT North American Championship. But just know that after that, I got next. That's all he was trying to say. But in the midst of all of that, over all the Uso chants... You know, it was, it's like, you know, they were feeding into what he was saying, but like he was trying to step back and recognize them. And that's fine. But it's just like, you don't want to mess up your pacing though. Because he'll start something and then kind of pause, look around, and then try to go back to what he first said. And it's just kind of, it's a little, a little janky after that. But like I said, the crowd was rocking with him. So obviously he's doing something right. <laughs> And Cameron Grimes will come out and pretty much just agree with everything he said about how he got next and everything. And then Solo left him in the ring by himself. He got jumped by Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Solo will save him. And that's setting up a tag team match for next week. So, I mean, the, North, the NXT North American Championship got some strong contenders in it. So, I mean, it's it's, it's exciting. It's And I'm going to touch on... That little aspect towards the end, because it'll feed into the whole show and what I really liked about everything. But Tiffany Stratton, Grayson Waller are now like a pairing now, and I, you know, I can't, I can't complain really about it because they're both toxic individuals. Like they both just talk about everybody. Nobody likes them like that. Why not be toxic together? I guess. But they took on. Andre Chase and Saray in a mixed tag team match. And this makes sense, although sometimes we don't really care about mixed tag team matches, you know. But everybody in this whole thing has been beefing with each other, so everybody's been talking about each other. Why not? And this actually was a pretty wild match, especially towards the end. It was Grayson Waller got hit with Saray's bottom rope drop kick. That was crazy. He at least sold it better than Tiffany did. A few moons, a few moons ago, but Tiffany Stratton hit Saray with her corkscrew splash from the middle rope. She went for the pin. Saray put her leg on the rope, so that's one thing. Two, Bodie Hayward outside. He used that horn thing that I still don't know what it is. <laughs> I never owned one. I don't want one because they sound annoying as heck. But 
He used that to distract the referee. But my thing was, Saray was going to put her leg on the rope anyway. So unless he thought the referee wasn't going to see it, that's why he blew the horn. Either way, I guess the pin was going to get interrupted. Tiffany Stratton hit Bodie Hayward with a crossbody outside the ring. Came back in and she got she got hit with the backwoods. Saray would roll her up. And that would get her the victory. Her and Andre, Ch- Andre Chase would get the... His name just don't really roll together. Andre Chase and Saray would get the victory over Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton. See, everybody else's name rolled together but his. But... But it was it, this was actually pretty decent. It shook it was it shook up the pace a bit in the show, and it got pretty wild towards the end. A little unpredictability. So it was a solid match. Although I really can't stand mixed tag team uh, tag team still. Still a good match though. I I gotta say. But we got our second match in the first round of the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, where we saw Nikita Lyons taking on Ariana Grace. For the second match in the tournament, it was a bit more amped up than the first match was, which that's how it should be. So that's good. Ariana Gray showed a lot of promise. She was pulling out submissions and the kind of vices, all that stuff. And it was really good. It was an energetic match. Nikita Lyons would come away with the victory. And she will now advance in the tournament to round two. And our main event gave us Cora J going against Natalia. And the whole story in this match just became basically Natalia working on Cora J's leg, her left knee actually, after repeatedly slamming it against the ring post, which makes perfect sense because what does the sharpshooter target? All your lower body. So the knee was going to get all twisted up in that move anyway. Why not work on it? And that's what she did. Cora J fought as much as she could to get out of it. But after every almost rope break, she got yanked back in the middle. And she finally passed out from the submission, which gave Natalia the win. And this actually is really, this whole feud, I don't know if it's over. I mean, it should be over because they pretty much, Natalia got, uh, not Natalia, Cora J got Natalia's respect out of this whole thing, which makes me feel like that was the wrapping bow on this whole story. But Cora J didn't need this. She didn't need this entire arc with a veteran like Natalia and the finish. It helps, like, kind of give people that should never give up type of attitude. So that's 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 what she need. So I'll say, like I said, the whole thing was great for her to work with Natalia. This whole story, I'm thinking that's it. But you never know. People will shake hands and be cool, and next week it's like I still hate you. Like, who knows? But all in all, this episode of NXT, it was it was interesting. It was good. You know, you got the breakout tournament, which you're going to see a lot of new faces and familiar faces. So that's always exciting. And it's shaping up to be pretty good. And I tried to mention it earlier, but I like how this whole two-hour show, they were able to tackle. They didn't really tackle their big, big main title picture because not enough time, apparently. But they were able to establish, you know, some small fuse in the middle. You got your actually really small fuse you don't really care about. Those are being developed. You have your North American Championship being, de- you know. Basically, say what you really want about how goofy the segments can be, but they are always all telling us some type of story building towards a match. So every match feels like it matters in a way. It's like, okay, when you look at the bases, like, why would they want to do that? 
Well, because so-and-so did that. And I'll say NXT 2.0 has been doing that pretty well. Even if it is a goofy segment. It's still telling a story that's building towards the match to make me care more. So I had to just point that out. I've been seeing that improvement over the weeks. Like I said, they do still have their deep lows and all this. Some people in places I don't know why they're there. But Tessa here, no, there. Like I said, this whole show as a whole was interesting. It was pretty good. Got that tournament going around. So that always brings the excitement. But look out tomorrow for Izzy's review of AEW Dynamite. And I will catch you all guys the next time I am on a heel turn episode. That's all for me. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.